0: Are you struggling to know what work ethic really is and why it's important? This is the topic I'll be covering today on the Dorenda Wilson podcast. Welcome, moms. I'm Dorenda, wife to one, mom to eight, Nana to nine, and 27-year veteran homeschooling mom. I've authored three books, The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling, The Four-Hour School Day, How You and Your Kids Can Thrive in the Homeschool Life, and Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, which is a devotional that I wrote specifically for homeschooling moms. You can find all three of those books on Amazon. You can find them at my website, DorindaWilson.com, and you can find The 4-Hour School Day at any of your favorite booksellers in addition to the places that I just mentioned. I'm really excited about today's topic because I'm very passionate about uh, building a strong work ethic in your kids because this has been such a game changer for our family. But before I do that, I want to remind you that the Homegrown Generation online conference is just starting today, March 6th. And even if you're listening after this, you can purchase tickets post-conference if you'd like to. It's a great conference. It is, like I said, it's online so you can watch it from the comfort of your home. If you are able to watch the live sessions, then you are um, you actually have access to the speakers to be able to ask questions and interact with them, which is a very cool and very unique feature for this particular conference um and even if you can't be there for those live sessions you have a lifetime access to all of the sessions offered at the workshop plus the two two years ago there was another conference and with a whole bunch of other speakers some are the same but many were very different than this year and you'll have access to all of those as well so it's quite Um, A wonderful deal, 35 bucks. I can put in a coupon code for you um, to take 25% off and you'll have access to a ton of homeschooling encouragement. So I will leave a link in the show notes. I'm gonna be participating in this conference as well, but my session is going to be a a post-conference. It's gonna be on March 14th and it's gonna be live and we're gonna be talking about mom guilt, what it is and how to keep from falling into that ditch. So I'll again, I'll leave a link to that conference in the show notes. Also, if you are in the Kansas City, Missouri area, I will be there for the Midwest Parent Educators uh, Conference and it's March 31st to April 1st. I would absolutely love to meet you in person if possible. So I will leave a link um, in the show notes for that. So you can go check out that conference as well. Lastly, we all know math can be... Um, a bit of a challenge. It always has been for me personally, and then also trying to teach it to my kids. And you've heard me talk about CTC math for some time now, but I'm wondering if you've tried it out yet. CTC math provides online video tutorials that make learning math easy and effective. This online math program uses creative graphics and animation that are sure to grab and keep your child's attention. Start your free trial today by visiting ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com, and I'll leave a link uh, to that website in the show notes. I love that there's a free trial to check it out. You guys are going to love it. All right, so um, I have talked a lot about building a strong work ethic in our kids in both of my books, The Unhurried Homeschooler and The 4-Hour School Day. But if you weren't taught this growing up, um you might want to know more about what work ethic really is and why it's important. Or maybe you feel like you do know, but you just kind of need some affirmation that you're on the right track because we all need that for sure. So you're going to love today's topic. Um, and I, like I said, I am super excited about it. Um, All right, I'm sorry. I'm pulling up passage that I'm going to read a little bit later uh, on my phone. I've kind of got my notes all over the place here. But where we're going to start is to define work ethic. Like we hear the term, we're like, okay, what exactly does that mean? So in just the regular, I think it's the Merriam Dictionary, this is what it says. A belief, work ethic is this. It is a belief in work as a moral good, a set of values centered on the importance of doing work and reflected especially in a desire or determination to work hard, so I thought that was a very very good description. But you know as believers this is this is what I believe about work that simply put work is an act of worship. All right? So hang in there. You might be wondering what in the world is she talking about? Okay, I'm going to talk about um why I believe it is an act of worship. Um and that comes that idea comes from looking at why it's important okay so we know what it is but why is it important well we were made to work okay god gave adam and eve stewardship of the garden he gave them work before the fall so work is not a result of the fall It is something we were actually made to do. It was something that God intended for us to do. It's not a consequence. It's a blessing. And so I think it's so important to recognize that. I don't think we all have thought through, you know, okay, so the stewardship of the garden he gave to Adam and Eve, when did he do that? Again, it was before the fall. So this was a really good thing because When God had finished all of this, he looked at it all and he called it good. So he called work good because work was part of that scenario that he was calling good. And I think it's super important to remember this in terms of um, sort of our perspective on work, that the, the garden was God's garden. It belonged to him. And Adam and Eve were simply stewards of it. They weren't owners of it they were stewards of it so remembering that everything we have our work um you know if we're actually you know doing like going to a job or doing something you know some sort of business from home but also the work within our home and the caring of our home you know caring for our home by keeping it clean and um you know just maintaining it, and then our yard and our vehicles. These are all actually things that belong to God, because at the end of the day, everything belongs to Him. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. And as believers, we are to acknowledge that. And so one of the ways that we do that is to be faithful in stewarding His blessings. Our children are a blessing from God, and we steward Our parenting, through parenting, we steward our children and grow them into um, kids who love the Lord and know how to work hard and are lifelong learners and are resourceful and all these things that, you know, we would like our children to grow up to be. Things that please God. This is all stewardship. So again, cleaning our house, doing yard work, essentially what we're doing is we are bringing order to our world. So we know that everything tends to whirl out of control. If we don't take care of things, then they begin to fall apart. If we just don't do the dishes, the dishes stack up and it's a mess, right? We have the opportunity over and over and over and over again to bring order to our place in the world. And this is this is what Christ did when Christ came and completed His work here. He brought order. He brought all the the kingdom of the enemy under His authority that was given to Him because the the enemy was just he was allowed to sort of run rampant for a very long time until Christ came and crushed him. And it, you know it talks about crushing the head of the serpent. So Jesus came and He was declared declared himself and was declared by God as king over the world and now all of those things are subject to him and he has he is bringing order to those things and so we we also bring order so in in a sense we are participating in the work of Christ by bringing order in our homes and by taking care of the things that we have and stewarding the things he's given us well. So I wanna actually turn to some scriptures that talk about work and diligence and that kind of thing because um, there are a lot of them, but these are just a few that I, I chose. Um, just, just They're so good. Proverbs 12, 24 said, "'The hand of the diligent will rule.'" but the lazy man will be put to forced labor. So diligence pays off and it leads to opportunities that others won't have, like leadership and influence. It has to be worked for, but as it is worked for and accomplished, it's amazing the opportunities that God will put in front of our kids because they know how to work hard and they understand what it means to have a strong work ethic. Second Thessalonians 3.10 says, for even when we were with you, we commanded you this, if anyone will not work, neither shall he eat. So I said this a lot to our kids while they were growing up because I wanted them to make a connection on a very basic level that nothing is free. Everything has to be worked for, work is required. And I wanted them to know that on a very basic level so that they would not take things for granted. And that's wisdom, moms and dads. This is wisdom. This is teaching our kids wisdom. Uh, My son said once, life owes you nothing. You need to go into life understanding that it doesn't owe you anything. So you go in and you work for what you want and you work for what God is calling you to and you invest and you're diligent. Proverbs 22, 29 says, do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. So that's saying diligence and excellence in our work will provide opportunities that others won't have. And do you know what else it provides? It provides a stand, uh, sort of a, a, a situation that stands out these days. There are plenty of people who are lazy, plenty of employees who don't know how to work hard. But when we and our children work hard, we are being a light on a hill. We are being salt and light to this earth because we are reflecting the heart of God. We are reflecting God's character. God is diligent. He works hard. He And so what we're doing is we're we are doing an excellent job of reflecting Christ and reflecting the character of God through diligence and excellence in our work. And it also provides these opportunities, like I mentioned, that others won't have because we have worked harder than they have. Okay, Proverbs 12, 11 says he, again, that's not the reason we do it. We do our work as unto the Lord, but the blessing of obedience is things like standing before kings. So, Let's move on to Proverbs twelve eleven. He who tills his land will be satisfied with bread, but he who follows frivolity is devoid of understanding. So in other words, laziness and only wanting to have fun is foolishness. We want to grow wise children. I'm not saying they never can have fun or never should want to have fun. And they can even have fun while they're working. That's That's, that's a key right there teaching our kids to have fun while they're working while still accomplishing the task and being diligent. But this verse is saying that laziness and only wanting to have fun is foolishness. And again, we want to grow wise children. Ephesians 4.28 says, Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give him who has need. So we work to provide not just for ourselves and our families, but so we have plenty to share with others. And again, we would be reflecting the generous heart of God and sharing, showing his tenderness and his care as we have extra to be able to share with others. First Corinthians 15, 58 says, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So everything we do as believers counts. That's the other beautiful thing about knowing the Lord and working hard. Every single thing we do counts because we belong to Christ. So no task is too small or beneath us. And we think about the attitude that Christ has Um, in Philippians 2, it says, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others as more, more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this in mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. But emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And here is the son of God who came to earth, humbled himself and became a servant. But we think we're too good for this task or that task. These tasks are beneath us. No, no, no. We do not want to have that kind of attitude and we do not want our children to have that kind of attitude. We want to take on the attitude of Christ, which was one of humility, emptying himself and taking the form of a servant. Ecclesiastes 9.10 says, Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all of your might. For there is no device or knowledge or wisdom in the grave where you are going. So he's basically saying, Work is a blessing. This is a positive twist on this. Work is a blessing, so do it while you can. And I was reading a commentary a while back, and it really, really brought home this idea. It was basically saying, we have the opportunity in this sinful world with all the obstacles that we have to glorify God in our work consistently throughout our lives. And then we get that We'll have that reward when we go to heaven, but we'll have that satisfaction of knowing we persevered and we did what God called us to do. We were obedient and we were diligent and we worked with all of our might. That matters. It matters for us. It matters for our kids. Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, do it enthusiastically as something done for the Lord and not for men. And this is a reminder of who we're working for. And this is something we have to point out to our kids to do their work as unto the Lord. So basically, yes, they want to please mom. They want to please dad. But if they don't get the kind of maybe accolades that they think they should have, you know, it's, it's a wonderful skill and character quality to be able to be doing that work for the Lord and not for men, because it can be easy to be a hard worker and be doing it to just so you can get the accolades instead of just doing it as an offering unto the Lord, like an act of worship. And again, this isn't something our children are going to understand at a very young age. They're going to understand it as they get older and they're able to appreciate that relationship with God and the, the value there. And, um, and just the freedom that comes with doing it as unto the Lord and not having to have approval of man. Um, that's a really important character quality as well. Um, so remembering who we're working for. 1 Timothy five eight. but if anyone does not provide for his relatives and especially for members of his household, he is denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. So as we are serving our families, not just us parents, but our children as well, through chores loving on each other, you know, maybe serving a, a child who's sick or a little one who's needy. Um, all of that is living out our faith through our fingertips within the four walls of our home, which is the hardest place to do it. But if we are faithful there, God sees it. He knows. And I find it it's interesting that it starts at home. It's easy for us to go out and work for someone else because again, it reflects well on us. A lot of times we end up with with accolades and praise and things like that, but doing it at home when maybe nobody notices and maybe you just, you know, one of your kids, they just do the dishes every night and nobody really says anything. And of course, parents, I, I encourage you to remember to thank our kids for the work that they're doing. Um, but but that's not going to happen every time. And that's okay. It's a great opportunity for our kids to grow in character, but understanding that they need to provide for their family first. Um, And this is one of the reasons that I did not allow our kids to do what we had. We had a paid chore list and then just the regular chore list. They weren't allowed to do paid chores unless they were they had done all their regular chores. And I'll talk more about that in the next episode when I talk about um, ways to instill a strong work ethic in your kids. All right, Ephesians 6, 7 says, serve with a good attitude, again, as to the Lord and not to men. 1 Thessalonians 4, 11, and make it, this is this is one of my life verses, make it your ambition to lead a quiet life and attend to your own business and work with your hands just as we commanded you. You've heard that old saying, idle hands are the devil's workshop. And that's actually a, I think it's a new living translation or living Bible translation of one of the Proverbs. But Essentially, it's true. When hands are idle, that's when they get into trouble. And this is why I really did try to keep our kids busy with work um, frequently throughout the day. And I've talked about this in my uh, the episode that I did on our our family's simple routine. We had certain times of the day that were chore times. It wasn't negotiable. It it needed to happen every day. And this is how we kept our house from falling apart or into a hovel. But it also taught our kids a ton. All right, so, um, all right, another benefit of building a strong work ethic. So why it's important, we just heard all the reasons uh, from Scripture. But I also want to share some sort of um, practical aspects um, because a strong building a strong work ethic has multiple benefits. And why? Why? Well, because God's principles are always given for our good. So God gives us these, these, you know, this command basically to work, to be a steward of what we've been given. And he does it for our good. And so this is kind of like what I'm going to be talking about now is sort of like the fruit of basically obeying God and doing what he says to do. So building a strong work ethic teaches resilience. So many times when we're doing chores or our kids are doing chores, they run into obstacles. And what ends up happening is they have to problem solve, use critical thinking, and essentially that is resilience. It's basically saying, I've got this project to do and I need to get it done and this obstacle is in the way, so what do I need to do to get to the goal? So they're not going to be deterred by obstacles that come. They're going to learn to overcome them Sometimes they're just not feeling good or they're just not feeling like they're in the mood and they need to push through and they need to be resilient and go ahead and keep, uh, you know, just continue to move forward. And again, that leads into teaching perseverance, a similar thing. Um, I remember when I was writing a workshop about um, a couple of different important things that I've, I felt were really important when it came to homeschooling our kids. I wanted them to become sort of part of our mission statement. I wanted our kids to become lifelong learners. That was one of my goals. Um, and then to be resourceful. But my son reminded me, he said, Mom, you have to add a strong work ethic to this because a kid can be a lifelong learner and be resourceful. But if they don't have a strong work ethic and that kind of perseverance, it's not going to matter. They're not going to get nearly as far without that strong work ethic. Um, Building a strong work ethic brings out heart issues that need to be dealt with. So, you know, your kids are working together on, you know, one is clearing the table, the other one is loading the dishwasher, and the one who's supposed to be clearing the table gets distracted or just, you know, is being lazy, isn't doing his job. And the one trying to load the dishwasher can't finish their job until the other kid brings in all the dishes, right? So now what you have is usually a conflict, an argument of some sort. So then you're gonna be talking about how to respond to those situations. So the child who was um, being lazy needs to be corrected for that and also pointed out to him or her that their actions affect the people around them. This is really important. Our kids need to understand that we don't just do things without it affecting somebody else. So that other awareness um, is happening in in situations like that. And then the, the kid who reacted to the kid who didn't bring the dishes in on time, there's heart issues there to deal with, okay? You're gonna talk about, well, what is your responsibility? Your responsibility is to load the dishwasher. And you can gently, for your sibling's good, remind them, hey, you know, I'm trying to get this job done. You need to go ahead and finish. And then if they're ignoring you, you're not smacking them. You're not yelling at them. You're not reacting to them. You appeal to a higher authority. So you go to mom or dad and say, I'm trying to get my job done. So-and-so isn't doing their job and let them handle it. So all kinds of things taught in the simplest situations. But character issues bring out issues of laziness, they bring out attitude, they bring out resentment, bitterness, um, all kinds of things, Uh, sibling conflict, lots of that. And so um, again, this is an opportunity, not an obstacle, it's an opportunity to be building character in our kids. Building a strong work ethic gives us satisfaction, gives our kids satisfaction because it is what we were made for. I want to recommend a book, a devotional that we have absolutely loved. It's called Created for Work. Um, And I will leave a link in the show notes because um, that was one we read several times because it was just so well-written and um, our kids loved it. All right, building a strong work ethic also builds confidence, and a skill and skill sets, okay? We don't think about, we don't really think about it when our kids are unloading the dishwasher. Well, that's an organizational task, knowing what goes where and putting things in the right place. You have to have a certain amount of organization going on there. So that's just a very simple, simple example Um so as our kids are growing and getting older and able to handle more and more, and we shoulder them with more and more, they build these skill sets. They also build confidence that they can do these things. And again, this opens up opportunities that our kids might not otherwise have. And I, I just want to say, don't underestimate the critical thinking and problem-solving situations that work provides. Um... Also, building a strong work ethic prepares our kids for life. Okay, let's face it. We all know this. Work is part of life. And we would be lying to our children if we sent any other message, whether it was on purpose or not. Um, It is part of life. There will always be things that need to be done that never offer anything except its own reward for a job well done. That is something our children learn over time. But it is an important thing for them to learn. And if they can learn this... They will be much more content. They won't be resentful of the work that presents itself. They won't be victims of, you know, a toilet that overflows. And now we've got to clean this up. You know, as adults, they're not going to resent those things. And, you know, I, I, sometimes, I don't know, I get a little frustrated with social media where people are, you know, just saying, oh, you know, this thing happened and it was such a big deal. And, you know, it's like, okay. That stuff happens all the time. It happens to everybody. I don't understand why this has to be on social media. Can we just make it our ambition to lead a quiet life and work with our hands and mind our own business and not have to put it all out there? I'm just saying, I'm not saying it's wrong if you do that. You get what I mean. I just, you guys, it used to be that these things happened. Nobody knew about it. You just took care of it and you moved on, okay? That's what we want to instill in our kids. All right, Theodore Roosevelt said this. Far and away, the best prize that life has to offer is the chance to work hard at work worth doing. Benjamin Franklin said, it is the working man who is the happy man. It is the idle man who is the miserable man. And lastly, I'm just gonna tell you um, from hindsight what this has meant for our family. I really can't even tell you how many times our kids' bosses Even their spouses have told us how much they appreciate how hardworking our kids are and what a blessing it has been for them. And it has truly created opportunities that our kids might not otherwise have had. So work ethic is important um, and it is worth working towards. So I hope that you found some encouragement here today. Um, The next podcast, I'm going to be talking about some ways to instill a work ethic in our kids, and it will—it's an ongoing thing. It's not a one-time deal or a two-time deal. Or okay, now we're going to work. We're going to learn work ethic. It's something that has to be weaved into and be part of our daily lives. All right, let's go ahead and pray. Lord, we thank you so much for the opportunity to work. We thank you for the good work that you put in front of us in caring for our children, in teaching them, in training them, in educating them, Lord, but also for the work you've given us in our homes, Lord, to to bring order to chaos, to be able to step back and look at a job well done, to take care of our yards, to take care of our cars. Lord, you've provided so much for us. And in a culture that is just completely ungrateful, Lord, we want to take a moment to say thank you. Thank you for these good things that you've given us. We ask that you would help us to be good stewards of them and to teach our children to do the same. In Jesus' name, amen.